Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Erica Lindsay Ayala, and on today's episode of Locked on Kraken, we are going to talk about game day! Edmonton Oilers come back to Climate Pledge Arena tonight, and how are we going to know if Seattle Kraken on the road is the real deal? Some key things to watch in this game to find out, and finally, we have a few of the beat writers that have been doing some prospect watching. All that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. All right, Seattle hockey fans, again, it's a Seattle Kraken game day, so you know we're going to get you ready for Edmonton at Climate Pledge Arena. CPA back in town are the Seattle Kraken. We're going to talk about it. But first, I told you on yesterday's show that one of my salmon tosses was Trey Matthews being able able to hang out with his mentor. Again, if you haven't seen my conversation with Trey where he talks about Everett, you can find the card here if you're re-watching and also in the show notes. But Trey Matthews, Locked on Devils host, got to hang out with his mentor, the one, the only Everett Fitzhugh. And here's the picture that they took. Look at that. Black excellence, as Trey put it, to which, of course, me being a part of Team More Melon and myself, we've got JT Brown, former um, guest on the pod, Trey Matthews, two-time guest of the pod, and one of my colleagues here on Lockdown Kraken. So I, 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 I was having some serious FOMO. So I was like, Trey, come on, where am I at? I thought it was dope that he tagged me in the original tweet. Um, but so then... I uh, I got on my my good man Andy. Good Twitter follow is always doctoring up photos. I'm old and terrible at editing, but uh, Andy hooked it up. So now, you know the haters are gonna say it's not real. But I got to hang out with the Team More Melanin crew in Detroit with an assist, primary assist from Andy. Secondary assist to Trey, of course, for sending the photo over. So just wanted to close up that loop. Talked about Everett Fitzhugh getting to call his first ever NHL game in his hometown with his mother there. Trey Matthews also there. Obviously, JT Brown killing it. Hashtag Team More Melanin. You love to see it. So first and foremost, congrats to you, Trey. Congrats to you, Everett. And Mama Fitz as well. I heard Black Girl Hockey Club is looking for a reunion as well. Anyway, let's get on to the business because today is a Seattle Kraken game day. You know, I get hype. I got to get like a real horn so it's not me just like. Anyway, I digress. We'll, we'll work on the on the alarm sound. Okay. A few things waited to put this show out late on Eastern Standard Time because I wanted to make sure we had some notes and quotes from Morning Skate. Here's what we know regarding rosters. Ryan S. Clark and Marissa and Jemmy were tweeting at Morning Skate 
So here's what we know. Both are reporting that Kelly Yarncroke uh, was on the ice. Also heard that Jaden Schwartz did some skating on his own. We were told that Will Borgen is back. And uh, Eberly did not skate, but Schwartz, Borgen, uh, and Eberly all day-to-day. Yarncroke as well, excuse me. No update as far as I've seen reported regarding Chris Jager, but we kind of talked about that, him being on the injured reserve as opposed to unavailable. So Marissa and Jemmy in her piece that came out today entitled pregame notes, Seattle playing better entering rematch versus high powered Oilers. And so Marissa and a lot of other people that were speaking to the Kraken were talking about the rushes. And that was something that was a massive sore point for the Seattle Kraken. The last time they played the Oilers and they lost five to two, that was in Edmonton. That was on November 1st. So almost exactly a month, a month and what, two days ago that it was the loss in Edmonton. Now it's CPA. We heard from the guys at after morning skate and we've been hearing from them for the past few weeks. It's loud. It gets loud. We're going to hear from Carson Susie a little bit later on the show, and you'll hear him talk about why he's excited to play in CPA. Anyway, here we go. Marissa and Jemmy, again, look at uh, for the link to her article, uh, the pregame notes that will be in the show notes. But this comes from uh, Marissa's projected lines based on what we saw against Detroit. Keeping Donato, Yannigord, and Jonas Donskoy together, Johansson, Wenberg, and Appleton. Tanev, Geeky, McCann talked about that line a few shows ago. Then you have Blackwell with Riley Shan and call up Cole Lind. On defense, Alexiak with Hayden Fleury. So that's a little bit of a difference. Susie and Dunn and Lausanne and Larson. That's what we have. Um, so when it comes to this Detroit, or excuse me, when it comes to this Seattle Kraken team coming off of the, the loss to Detroit, you know, um, you have Andy Ide made some really excellent points in his latest piece for 710 AM ESPN Seattle um, <clears throat> that, yes, it was a loss to Detroit on Wednesday, but it really gave us some good indications of what the Seattle Kraken team might be. And Andy makes a case for the depth, the depth, haha, the depth of the team, uh, saying that the lack of superstars uh, gives you uh, a team that is two-way hockey, grinding hockey, playoff-style hockey. Now, here's the thing. I like that. <clears throat> um, I like that. That being said, the Seattle Kraken don't always play that kind of hockey. And actually, that's some of my keys and things to look out for later on on the show. Um, So playing against Edmonton, where you have Connor McDavid, you have Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, these guys, one of them is putting up what we're getting from, you know, Schwartz and, and Everly and McCann almost combined, almost. Well, maybe not. Maybe uh, Everly and McCann. Either way, the point being, one of those guys is both of our top scorers. So 
they can light the lamp. They can find the net. And so again, I have some keys. We know it's going to be Phil Grubauer. That was concern, confirmed, excuse me, by Dave Haxtell after morning skate. <clears throat> it's going to be Philip Grubauer. We know that Decord has been called up. He did get his turn against Edmonton. So it'll be a new look for the Seattle Kraken in net. Um, and um, I... Again, I, we'll talk about it in the. I was getting ready to get into my takeaways, but I want to talk about Grubauer a little bit in the second segment. Before we wrap up, though, talking about this this matchup that we're going to get, let's talk about some numbers. So let's talk about some numbers when it comes to the power play. The Edmonton Oilers have the first power play, the best power play ranked top in the league whereas the Seattle Kraken are at 16th overall 35.9% on the power play is Edmonton on the penalty kill they are fourth to Seattle's 19th 87.7% on the penalty kill and the faceoffs both are teetering um right around that 50%, 53.2% for Edmonton, 7th overall, 49.6%, 17th for the Seattle Kraken. Goals 4 is certainly in favor of Edmonton, 3.81 goals per game. Uh, goals against is in favor of Edmonton. They let up 2.91 goals per game as compared to 3. For eight for the Seattle Kraken, which has them 28th in the 32 team league. Um, Edmonton is up there in the Pacific Division, right behind Calgary, whereas Seattle just between the LA Kings, uh, who have 22 points on the season, and the Vancouver Canucks, that also have 18 on the season. So about six out from that wild card spot. Wild card? Is it a wild card? It's an actual wild card in hockey also. There are about six six positions out, six points out from a wild card to get into the playoffs. It's not too late, um, but certainly have to get these wins. So what Andy was saying is that the Detroit loss showed us the depth. The depth. <laughs> showed us the depth of this Seattle Kraken team, and ultimately that will bode well. But my thing again is, I don't think Detroit is the barometer. Edmonton is. This team, they, these two teams have seen each other preseason, in the regular season. It was a 5-2 loss, in, uh, or 5-2 loss to Edmonton on the road. Now the Seattle Kraken have a, a lot more elements in the last month that they've been working on. And this is a good litmus test for me. This is the barometer right here. A team that you know, a team that you've played, a team that knows you. Have you made enough adjustments? Not to mention that this is a team that's good. This is a good team in the National Hockey League. And if you're coming with that mentality, again, um, of what Andy writes in his piece that this is a team that's going to be playoff mentality, grinding it, 
playing together as a team, this is the test. And I'm going to tell you what I'll be looking for coming up next. Right now, let me remind you that you listen to podcasts like Locked on Kraken for the power of knowledge. And you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get a power you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Locked on Kraken. Let's go. The power of three unlimited data lines for only 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And you get the power of America's largest 5G network so you can do it all at a speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Now, this is a disclaimer. The free phone is limited to a new customer plus uh it's only one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer and coverage not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. So if you want to get a boost, go check out that special by Boost Mobile over at boostmobile.com. But for the Seattle Kraken to get a boost, here are my three keys. I found this uh, electric tape. Actually, it's hockey tape. It's Howie's. Uh, and I just like playing with it. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> All right. Here are my three keys. And then I'll give you what Bob Condor, um, editor in chief for the Seattle Kraken had to say. My three keys score first, score first, Seattle. Now I've been saying this for a while, but I, I looked up a few things. All right. There's this handy dandy, uh, metric on NHL.com and you can find out things like um, how a team performs and what their record is when they're the team that scored first compared to if they are scored on first. Edmonton is skilled. We've been talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And they are 9-0 and when they score first. They are 7-5 and they're seven and five when they trail first. So that's still seven wins, but it's five losses, five outright losses when their opponent scores first. So Seattle, I say this to you so many times, do not be sleepless in Seattle. Get your rest, take your nap, and then get be a wide awake for the first period. We need you wide awake for the first period. We need you to score first. It would be great if you could also stay out of the box, but that would be that's that's on someone else's list. We'll get to that. Okay, my second thing for the Seattle Kraken, as far as three keys to getting a win and having a good performance against Edmonton, number two, sacrifice the body. We know Philip Grubauer is in net again. I continue to be a little bit befuddled by he, he his discomfort. His lack of comfort is glaring at times. And I, I wonder if there's also just communication that needs to be refined a little bit. And I'm not just talking about communication on the ice, though it might be that. But maybe there needs to be just setting up 
how the preferences are when it comes to how he wants things done in front of him. So I put actually a lot in there. But my my original point was that he's not he's has been vocal on um, when he's asked that the difference that he sees when the, the Kraken team is playing well is if they're a team that's blocking shots. I've been watching this because of what Grubauer said. I've been infusing block shots into my post-game analysis because of what Philip Grubauer is saying. He talks about when we are blocking shots, when we are congesting and making sure that we clear out the slot, that we are getting opponents out of high danger chances, then we are effective. They have bad defensive habits, in my opinion, in the Seattle Kraken. They're starting to remedy that. There's, they're gaining consistency defensively, but I do think they have bad habits, and so I don't want to see them slipping. And so everything that Gruby is saying is what they need to do. Um, I don't want to see puck watching. I don't want you see. I don't want you leaving that far post. Do not leave the far post, please. Do not leave the far post. It's just like it's like not boxing out. It's like it's just be like the guy. What did I say, Ernie? Right from Detroit. I loved that play. It was such a good defensive play. Or it wasn't, I guess, okay, it was not a defensive play, but it was using the principles of defense, such as using the body, shielding. He used it on the offensive side. It was such a good play. Regardless, it was a good play. I want to see more of that. And my third key, and this is how I'll know that they're feeling it, that they're feeling confident, that they're going after the game and not just waiting for it to come to them, so if we get back to the strong four check, I, I've seen it in the past, you know, after Tampa. So we're talking in Florida, a little bit in Detroit. You're starting to see the Seattle Kraken get back to that. But it was so apparent that this team had the ability to be lethal, uh, to be active, to be pesky, the four check. And that has dwindled which is surprising because I don't think that by not being more aggressive and, and uh, utilizing the forecheck, it didn't seem to me at least as though that was because everyone's all right, we're going to step back and really sit in our defense. That wasn't happening. So I don't know why they stopped with the strong forecheck, but I would love to see it again. All right. I promised you that we were going to get to um, some as Bob Condor over at seattlekraken.com uh, or this is nhl.com backslash kraken, excuse me. Bob Condor has a few other things, three others actually, that he calls game essentials. All right, avoid penalties, limit rush chances, break up passes in the D zone. So some of that we talked about, but I didn't talk about um, – explicitly avoiding the penalties. I just gave you the stats from NHL.com on what Edmonton can do on the power play. You don't want Edmonton on the power play. So I like this one. Okay, don't take penalties. He adds, according to sports logic, the Kraken rank number two in the NHL for least number of penalties called on them. Well, that's a good thing. So avoiding the uh, trip to the penalty box, knowing how good Edmonton is on the power play, I like that. Okay. Okay. Focus number two. Focus on Kraken. Power play, playmakers, and Grubauer in goal. So this Bob is keeping his eye on the Seattle Kraken power play. And we had 
Ryan S. Clark, Ryan Soto Clark, he tweeted out the uh, power play units. I'm going to put those up here for you. The power play unit is Johansson, Donskoy, Wenberg, McCann, and Dunn for power play number one. Gord, Geeky, Donato, Appleton, and Susie on power play number two. The penalty kill is Shahan, Tanev, Larson, and Lausanne. The uh, PK2 is Lind, Blackwell, Alexiak, and Fleury, per the reporting of Ryan S. Clark from Skate. So over here on the power play in particular, Bob Condor wants you to watch for Johansson and McCann. Uh, as well as Vince Dunn, um, and who he says um, is really doing a great job with Geo as essentially their number one quarterback in COVID protocol. All right, three, know your foe. Know your foe. That's Bob Condor's third, and again, you can get this over at nhl.com backslash Kraken, also in the show notes. Um really telling the Kraken here to make sure that they know their foe in and out, including Miko Koskinen, who is a, at a 12-2-0 record with a 9-14 save percentage. Keeping an eye on that. All right, so you got my three keys, Bob's three keys. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, first of all, thank you again for making Lockdown Kraken your first listen of the day. But leave a comment. What are your three things to watch? If you're watching this before the game, let me know. What do you want to see the Seattle Kraken zone in on when it comes to Edmonton? And if you're watching after, hey, let us know. How did we do? Did you like my list? Did you like Bob's list? What were what were some of the other comments that you saw? Let's get that hashtag engagement, folks. All right, coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we've gone over Edmonton. We've gone over some key takeaways, but now... I want us to look toward the future. And as it would turn out, there's a lot of people writing about that. So we're going to get into Seattle Kraken prospects coming up next on Locked on Kraken. Yeah. BetOnline.ag, which has you covered for all the sports with all the props, all the odds, all that you need until the playoffs. Because BetOnline remains your number one spot. When it comes to sports action this season, head to the new updated desktop or uh, updated website, excuse me, on your desktop, mobile device, laptop, whatever you got. And then you will receive a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up using promo code locked on. Use promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag and from basketball, the NHL, UFC, and of course, your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And this holiday season, we want to remind you that it's time to grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And maybe even a little better, of course, that's Built Bar. You know I love my cookie dough chunk. I want cookie dough chunk back badly. And I messed up because I did not head over to Built.com and order the cookie dough chunk when I had the chance. And I'm very much so regretting it because it is a low-calorie, low-sugar, low-net carbs, low-in-fat, but high-in-protein energy bar that is coated in chocolate. My absolute favorite cookie dough chunk 
ever is cookie dough chunk. But now they have the puffs. I got some puffs in the freezer. Keep them nice and cold for my next trip so they don't melt on me. But the puffs is marshmallow. Ah, marshmallow. The caramel almond puff with marshmallow chocolate. All of the things. You got to get your hands. You got to get your hands on some Bill Bar Puffs. You got to get your hands on the limited edition flavors. Unless, like me and my adoring cookie dough chunk flavor, they disappear on you. Don't regret it. And if you head over to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off on your next order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Kraken fans, we got a big game tonight, but we have an even brighter future ahead, and that's why I'm so thankful for Bob. We've mentioned him already, Bob Condor, and, of course, Ryan Soto Clark. Both have some stories up, uh, as well as Allison Mukan, friend of the pod, former guest of the pod. All three have written about some of our prospects coming up, including... Uh, we have goaltenders, so goaltender prospects. Uh, so Simon Viazovi probably said that wrong. I did try to look it up, but I didn't get a good pronunciation. Simon Simeon, Simeon, I think is how you say it. Not even 19 until February, but delivering impressive numbers in Russia's top junior league, according to Bob Condor. He is 14-5-1 in 20 games played with a 9-4-2 save percentage and a 1.96 goals against average. That's pretty nice. Of course, everyone is talking about Matty Beneers. He made a stop at the game in Detroit, which was, of course, super nice. He's in Michigan by the by. And if you want to know how he's doing in Detroit, what? Well, he's not in Detroit. He's in Michigan. If you want to know how he's doing with the Wolverines, Allison Lucan has you covered about his amazing stats and how he's crushing it in points overall, not just in uh, on his team, but in all of the NCAA. So that's what you have over there. And then what I like about Bob's piece and then also Ryan S. Clark, his piece is entitled, let me scroll up for you. How far along are the future Kraken projecting the NHL timelines for Seattle's prospects? I think a lot of people are expecting Maddie Veneers to finish out this Michigan season before joining up with the Seattle Kraken. It's been mentioned, of course, at that Detroit game a few times on the broadcast with Root Sports. I don't know if you noticed it. I know I sure did. And then, of course, you've got Ryan's piece here. Allison building up the an, uh, analysis and statistical case for what Maddie Beneers can do, especially, oh my gosh, power play! Power play! He's scoring on the power play. I love to hear it. I love to see it. How much do we know if that's actually going to equate? There's so many different variables, but it's just nice to know that there's someone somewhere in this system that is going to score on the power play right when the puck drops on the start of the season. So I'm excited for that. But it's not just Maddie Beneers. He, of course, was the highest ever Seattle Kraken pick. But you've got Luke Henman, first ever member of the Seattle Kraken. 
cutting it up with the Charlotte Checkers. All of the top scorers for the Charlotte Checkers have Seattle Kraken ties and are prospects within the Seattle Kraken organization. I can't wait for the AHL Firebirds. Let's go. Oh, I'm so excited. I saw their ornament, you know, on social media because, of course, I'm doing all of the following, all of the liking. And that, oh, that orange and red just pops on in like in a, if you had a Christmas tree, for example, just pops. I hope to catch them on the road. I'll keep you posted on that. But I think this, again, is going to be a good test for the Seattle Kraken. They have to take advantage of it. I would love to see them at minimum play with as much grit and try and figure it it out because they weren't at their A game. And they knew that. And obviously we knew because they had as many players as they had out of the lineup that that was probably going to be the case. But even within what they did have, it wasn't clean. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't even, um, you know, it wasn't always their best hockey. But what was great is that they got it done and they were able to force in that case over time. So can they persevere just a little bit more and get that win? Edmonton is a good barometer, litmus test, whatever you want to say for the progress that the Seattle Kraken has made in the past month. So that means you're going to have to come back to Locked on Kraken on Monday and we can break it all down. Am I going to eat my words? Am I going to say, of course, it's the auntie intuition, the auntie vibe knew that this was going to be a breakout game. We're going to have to find out. Make sure that if you're watching on YouTube, leave your thoughts. If you're watching the game uh, after the game, because we have until Monday, I'm going to collect all of the thoughts and we'll talk about it on Monday. If you're listening to the show, I always like to remind you that you can also follow the show on social media at Locked on Kraken on all social media platforms. And of course, you can follow me your host with the most, at elindsay08. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. Thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. Now it's time to head over to one of our other shows that are all free for you, the listener or the viewer. Why not head over to Locked on Bets, where you can hear your boy Q and Lee Sterling give you everything that you need to know about the sports betting world, but that will be all for this episode of Locked on Kraken on a Seattle Kraken game day. Edmonton rolling into CPA Climate Pledge Arena tonight. Puck drops at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So I'm probably going to take a little nap, have some dinner, and then get ready to hopefully watch a Seattle Kraken win. Hold fast. Stay true. Let's go Kraken.